Hey, besties. Welcome to the BFF Bookcast. We're your hosts, Teresa and Katie. Before we jump in, we just want to remind everyone that while we discuss our own thoughts and opinions, just remember we are here to have a good time. And as always, please check trigger warnings before reading any books we will be discussing. And beware, we curse like the Bat Boys probably do during their annual snowball fight. (laughs) We're back together. We haven't done this in a while. We haven't recorded together, like... Face to face, side by side, side by side, inside out, jumping off the ceiling. Is that the words? I have no idea. I have what no we're fucking singing. clue. I, I thought just... it was like S Club Seven songs from like the fucking early two thousands. <laughs> yeah, um, definitely. We're still singing from the Taylor Swift concert. Wait, so let's. You know what? I was gonna make a TikTok about this, and I feel like the rest of the world can relate to this. Why is it that you and I and the rest of us can mm-hmm. like memorize? The songs, yep. every single song on a fucking album, our yep. favorite artists create. Not characters' names and books that we just read. That or like just like anything about school, like oh, certain okay. things about tests. But yeah, like why well, can't I remember like plots that I, of a book that I just read the other day? Like I don't understand. No, I was writing today. I was writing a review on Goodreads for a book that I read on Saturday. You couldn't Today's remember Tuesday. anything. I had to sit there and like. I was like, Teresa, you know the names of these characters. We're so bad. But yeah, no, agreed. I like I knew every word to every song, obviously. You did know every word to every song. There was a couple. There, I think there was like four I didn't know, and I thought that was pretty good for me. No, that is really good. I was very impressed with myself. Um, yeah, no, I was the swiftiest of us in One the group. million percent. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Rachel was definitely a solid second. De- what, Rachel was dancing her little. She was. She, did, was she? Did she even know that she was next to me? I don't even think no. she knew that she was next to me. I was trying to rein in the dancing because I'm a very big, <laughs> like jumping around, like flailing kind of person, and it was too cramped for me to really flail. Could you imagine you flailed and like flailed forward off the fucking stadium? I w- I thought. I, I mean, honestly, I did say. I said if she sings any of the surprise songs that I want to hear, I'm going to swan dive she didn't swan dive, i didn't I but i i mean i was i was too excited about the song choices <laughs> i'm just no offense very pleased that we didn't hear welcome to new york it's a good song i'm it not saying anything song. about the song but i just feel like it's very cliche um no it is sorry hold on it is very cliche um again i do i actually like I don't, I'm not ever like, oh, you know what I want to hear? Welcome to New York. Same. But it's when it's like, on, I'm like, like yeah, like, it's a new soundtrack. I can dance to this, to this beat. Um, and she played it night three. Yeah, I know. But then she, okay, so she started with, with Welcome to New York night three. And then she did her first repeat of the tour and she did Clean. And Clean is an amazing song. And oh, like, she so she, so she, it was her first one. And wow. when she said that she was going to do a repeat, I was like, I swear to fuck. If she's a, if she does death by a thousand cuts, I don't care how good our surprise songs are. I was gonna be really mad because that that was my number one. But she did clean, clean's an amazing song. It made up for the Welcome to New York, I think. Um, but again, like I, I saw people complaining. They were like, oh, like about how getting Welcome to like, almost like saying that the concert wasn't worth it because <gasps> the surprise songs like weren't. Shut great. the fuck up. Who thinks she to do surprise fart songs into a microphone during the surprise song set? And I'd be like. Great. She she could do no surprise songs. The concert was phenomenal. Phenomenal. She's she's one hell of a performer. Like also, who thinks to create a tour where she carves out time to do two songs that are different at every place? Because her fucking catalog is so extensive. But like, but you thought to like do that, and you knew it would cause an uproar with all of your fans, yeah, and cause people to go fucking psychotic making lists, Teresa. Um, but you know what I mean? Like you, like you, who is it that like who's a genius like that? The production value of like the whole concert in general. Like, okay, so my husband like could not care less, obviously, about the show. Um, I made him look through all my videos and all my photos. <laughs> and I was like, okay, so like this set is like this era. And I'm like, so it's like, you know, the different eras are yeah. the different albums. Even today at work. So I, my two coworkers are, I mean, I obviously have a lot of coworkers, but my two best friends at work are two guys. And they knew that this was like a very big deal for me. Um, <laughs> my one coworker, his wife was trying to get tickets. They were just, you know, very expensive um, resale. So she couldn't go. But um, he was like, okay, like, tell me about yes. it. Yes. He's like, let's hear it. 
And I was like, okay, so she starts off with, you know, like, Lover. And some of my favorite songs, obviously, I didn't get to hear play. Everybody, if she was like, okay, everybody pick their top five songs from each album, and I'll perform a concert for you, she would have to perform 100 million concerts because nobody's top five from any album are always going to be the same. She played, like, songs that were fun to dance, like... She did a really good mix. It was so good. Like, again, a lot of my favorite songs of hers are actually very slow. Nobody wants to sit at a concert and listen to a bunch and of like slow songs. A bu- and listen to a bunch of slow, sad songs the entire time. Agreed. But, like, every song she picked was a good song. Yes. I think she also was smart and strategic by playing, like, popular songs. Yes, a lot. Like, again, Shake It Off is not one of my favorites. No. But it's a her most po- popular. I think it's her most successful single. Which is ridiculous. And... Again, it's it's a good song and it's an amazing song live because it's so upbeat and fun and yes. everybody's like dancing and like shaking it. Yeah. And I don't know. I just thought everything was so like I thought the, it was amazing. Like, the sets and her costume changes and like well thought out. I would go I like I I'm not as swifty as swift as you. I'm a swifty. Would I like like for any other artist like I like there's a lot of arts that I love. I'm good with seeing them the first night that they're there and I'm good. Yeah. This is the one human beings concert I would go, I would have went, if someone, if you were like, Katie, we're going to buy tickets again. They're up to this amount. Like, are you willing to spend? I'd be like, yeah, let's go. I would have went every single night this weekend. If I could afford it. Yeah. Yeah. Right. If I could have afforded it. Yeah. I would have went too. It was so much fun. I wish that my mom was going to get, I told her, I was like, all right, I got six for the first night during the presale. I was like, she was approved for a different one for I think night two. Okay. I was like, whatever i was like i will spend like again this is pre-sale so i was like i will spend up to like five six hundred dollars just get two tickets together because like we sat pretty far because i was trying to get six together and one night night two go closer right i was like i literally i was like i will pay kind of anything if you can get like like really close and she got kicked out of the queue like her like system like rebooted um so she didn't get them so that's really disappointing for me but (laughs) Damn you, whatever you know i'll survive because i got to go at all and i know a lot of people didn't and i think that we got the best show um yeah, night one has weekend. to be the best at yeah. like every place oh my god i saw she was going to chicago next and like i just love chicago in general yeah. but i was like do, do i just ask Teresa if she was going to chicago <laughs> i well okay so when gil and i like we're talking about going on vacation in september and she still hasn't announced her European leg of the tour yet. Oh. And I know that she's definitely going to play like in the UK at some point. And I was like, yeah, like what if I like, okay, I don't think she's going to be touring in September if she hasn't announced it yet. But like, what if like, like, what if we just like went to like London for a show? Like when she announced it, I mean, don't twist my arm. I'd go. Okay. <laughs> you guys can catch me at what Wembley stadium. I, I'm so down. I mean, I don't, I don't know. The what men they, can or can't come. I don't really give a fuck. They can go do their own. They don't have to come to the concert. No, they can, they can babysit Leah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They can come to like that. Or that that, that we leave Leah behind and just go. Yeah. Hmm. Options. That would so, do it. But yeah, I was like dead ass. I think that she'll probably do what she did with the U.S. You can only get pre-sale codes if you live in that country. That makes sense. But I think that there's laws in. I think at least in the U.K. I can't speak for like every European country, of course. I'm pretty sure that there's laws in the UK against ticket scalping. So I think that the resale pricing won't be as extreme as it has been here. This, you know what? And like your mom's right. Cause you're, we were talking this on the way out of the concert. Like they, they really should cap it at some point. Cause people are really fucked up. And like yeah. then even people, like we were hearing stories about, like, I know it was on your mom was saying like news, a, a news channel. Yeah. Where like this family bought tickets and then the person selling tickets was trying to back out of the sale the yeah. last minute to resell them for a higher amount. Like, I don't know. I feel like I get it. You want to upcharge a little bit. I understand. I understand that you're trying to make a, a buck. Yeah. But I, like to like quadruple the price. No. I mean, when I, so when I had Loverfest tickets, we ended up, um, I got tickets to the first night. My mom got tickets to the second and we were like, you know what? We don't need to go both nights. We'll sell the second night. Yeah. And again, you have to know too, that resale sites, they take a fee out. So it makes sense to charge. more. So we only, so I think, I think we only up, like upsold them a hundred dollars and we only made like 60 bucks off the tickets which again we didn't buy them to make money and yeah we could have put them at face value. i didn't know what the fees were going to be and i was I like i'm not going to lose money on no, the tickets fuck that. i'd make that- my money back right i can't even understanding 
understand that's not that's not a word i can even understand trying to profit like one to 200 bucks off tickets i can, I can understand, I can understand I, yeah i can understand the hustle and I, I get it but like when you're when people are trying to profit like 500 plus i think that's actually ridiculous it's insane like so the tickets that we had after fees and everything they were 128 dollars pre-sale and the day of our concert i was like how much are people selling these tickets I for know. and I it was do. close to two grand we sat in the nosebleeds you yeah i no, watched we the were screen all the way up top like i watched the screen mostly yeah I, that's fucked up. I think that's fucked up. And again, I said it. I would that's just at me. that point. That's just I would just. I mean, again, I would spend the three. I would like just. I would just go three, four k at that point. And sit on the fucking floor. And just sit on the floor. That's what credit cards are for. That's, that's what, what savings cards? accounts oh, are for. I don't have one of those. <laughs> She's not that big. I'm just kidding. Um. Um. Yeah. No, I really, I really tried to convince Gil. I said, "Hey, for Sunday night show, I was like, I can get one ticket on the floor for like thirty five hundred dollars. I was like." If you love me as your wife, you'll pay for you this. Would, it was like 5.30 and I was like, I will go upstairs right now and, and get ready. dressed and I will go by myself. And he was like, I'm not giving you $3,500. <laughs> so now we're getting divorced. She's kidding. I'm literally kidding. <laughs> or am I? No, I'm just kidding. Um, we should make a TikTok before I leave you. Okay. As I whack you about the everyone like a point of view you can remember every taylor swift song ever created but you can't remember the characters names because that's very you and i that is yeah every podcast i I have an idea for it stay tuned guys if you're listening to this check our tiktok we may have posted it already (laughs) i still am keeping track of all of the surprise like i like i i didn't avoid spoilers on tiktok like i knew like what like a lot of her outfits and stuff looked like but i didn't watch i never watched any of the lives i would just like check tiktok after mm-hmm. and see what the surprise songs were from the night before and keep a list i i'm still just gonna t- continue to do it i just it's like a fun like little like morning Project activity for, for myself love it um, for you so i was definitely surprised like okay so my favorite it's really hard to pick a favorite album because it really depends on my mood she is a mood artist yes i think i said that to you i was like or yeah i think i did I was like, you know, sometimes like my favorite album might be red. I might be in like a red moment where I'm just like, that is the only song like album I want to listen to. Or sometimes it's just like a song like that isn't typically in like my top ten, but like at the moment, will be. I agree. Um, and but like I would say like typically the albums I listen to the most. 1989. 1989. Um, folklore is one of my favorites i love lover lover i think is an amazing album but there are a lot of songs that i skip on it okay um like the songs that i love on lover i fucking love but like the man you need to calm down me i always skip those three everything else actually i have no problem with i don't have a problem with those either i just never i'm I'm never in the mood for them um those are like normally my top three and midnights i think just because it's like new right now i've been like listening to it a lot more but um, we both saw the Reputation Tour back yes. in 2018. Not together, but that's fine. That's it's because okay. Katie hates me. No, I'm just kidding. No, I, I went with my mom. Um, <laughs> She's such a fucking bitch. <laughs> um, no, so what I was going to say was I think that the Reputation set was, was my favorite. Awesome. Yes. And like, I love the Reputation album. So do I. I have to be in the mood for it. More than I have to be, I can throw 1989 on at any Thank point in time. Yeah. It can be in the background, whatever. Reputation, I kind of have to be more in the mood to want to listen to. But that set was my favorite set in the entire show. No, that was definitely the best set. That's so I I can listen and to I, the and Reputation. And I haven't seen any like I didn't see any Reputation on TikTok. Like oh, really? I don't know how I avoided it, but like I never I did not. I have only seen the outfit. Like I knew what all of her outfits were going to look like. Um, but I had no idea that that's like what the set was and it was so good it was badass i mean that that like that tour that concert in general like was so fucking good that like i should have expected the set to be so good but i wasn't expecting it no it was really good yeah i loved it i like 1989 i actually don't mind reputation reputation i think i love it i think it's because it also reminds me of south carolina because it came out when i was in south carolina um and i would literally leave football games at like 1 a.m and like literally be blasting don't blame me yeah <laughs> the kids would be like miss katie like what are you doing like yeah. and it's just like 
no, I'm fucking obsessed. It really is such a good album. I like, love folklore also, but I have to be in the mood for it because it's a very like I don't want to say somber. I wouldn't listen to folklore lot. in the summer, but like once, like it's like it's, a little chilly, it's like a little moody. That's what I'm saying. Like folklore, Evermore, and Red, like in the fall, and like that's what I want to. You listen know what to. album I actually like fucking love, but it's just so like whatever. I actually love um, debut. I mean, who doesn't love debut? Oh. I mean, no, I shouldn't say I love debut. It just is. It just like it's cutie. Like it reminds me of being, yeah, it reminds me of being sixteen. Yes, because like we we're we are, we're, we are her age Taylor yes. Swift, but fearless. I love fearless too. Fear, I love fearless. I know that speak now. I think is like her speak like now, most popular. I love speak now too. But I was again, actually supposed to go to that concert and then I backed out. I had work. <laughs> How fucking dare I? Who How was it? What were they thinking? You? Fucking bliss. Um, you know, my biggest go. regret is not going to 1989. I um, had no money back then. Um, Same. Like, I'm pretty sure when 1989 came out, I was just started, like, my, like, first, like, job. job. And I was making, like, $38,000 a year. And even spending, like, $100 on a concert ticket was just, like, I Out of the in. question, yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, you know the whole student loans. Luckily, I, you know, I don't have them anymore, but... At the time, it was like eleven to twelve hundred dollars a month, and like it was just not going to happen. No, um, but that is my biggest regret. I mean, honestly, with what she profits off of this Eras tour, she could. My student loan cost to her is chump change. It's like asking for like a hundred dollars. Like, I mean, a hundred dollars is a lot of money. Don't get me wrong. No, but but it's like right, the equivalent, equivalent of like me going. Like, if you were like, hey, can I borrow a hundred bucks to make? Honestly, no. I think I, you could, I think you could say. <laughs> I think you could say, Taylor, give me ten dollars. Like, it would be the equivalent of ten dollars to her. I think after this tour, she's going to be a billionaire. Mind you, my student loans are, they equate to $300,000 in total. So yeah, yeah Taylor, if you ever hear this, um, I, I'll pay you back, but like, <laughs> she won't. I, I will. Really, I'm not going to lie to you. I would. Like, I always thought about like, if I could find someone seriously rich yeah, that could front the no money interest, no or like rates. charge me an interest rate, but like charge me a lower interest rate. Yeah. I understand like you're loaning me money I have to pay you back. But I pay you back in like five years. I'm like, just give me like a, a smidge of an interest rate. Yeah. The interest rates I have right now, like, give me. I just need money to pay off my book debt now. That too. That's scary. Yeah. Um. Not to get dark, but when my grandma died, that's why I paid off my student loans with my uh, inheritance from her. Um, that's not dark. No, I was gonna. I was gonna lead it back to Taylor Swift. Uh, Marjorie, she does sing that from Evermore, which was so nice. It's about her grandmother, and you can hear her grandmother singing. She's like it's on really the track, cool. and I don't know. Again, I haven't really watched all of the other shows, but I did see something that maybe other shows weren't doing this. But everybody took their phones out during Marjorie. Yeah. I think other shows have done this. I'm not gonna say this is like a MetLife Night One thing, but it was just like very nice. It was. I thought that was very sweet. And it is a good song. She, like, tears up a lot when she sings it. It's, like, a very emotional... Even if, like... I mean, it's about her grandmother, but you can relate it to anybody who's passed, like... Absolutely. In your life. And, like, just think, like, she was, what, 13, she said when she passed away? So, yeah. like, really ha didn't get to see Taylor, like, come to, like, where she's at in life. Like, yeah. I think, I, I think, like, this is what came to mind. I was, like, imagine being a relative, especially, like, when you are, like, a parent or a grandparent, like... You're looking at this this child and like what she's become of herself and like, pe I sometimes heard the fan singing more than I heard Taylor. Like, yes. Imagine that's what you've made of yourself. No. I, when I was showing Gil the videos, he was and I told him. So after Champagne Problems, I think that oh, love Champagne um, Problems. It was like a three and a half minute standing ovation for her. Um, Literally. And she like, you know, she has her little earpieces in and they people talk to her through the earpieces. And you can see her like taking taking out. them out because like they're telling her how loud it is, yeah. So that she takes them out so she can hear it, and like the feeling that you have to get. I don't care how many times she's done this; it, it's gotta be it's gotta be such a surreal. surreal feeling. And like her parents go, like her parents go to like every single show. Her mom that and dad are there. So fucking cute, really? and it's gotta be like. So crazy to see, like, your child... Has has done this for herself. Right, like, I'm just, like, a normal person. Like, I don't have, like, an aspiration. You know what I mean? Like, I just want to, like, go to work, get paid well, whatever, come home, read, and, like, sit here, sit yeah. right here like this. Like, I don't... Like, she, as a kid, like, had these crazy aspirations to become a famous singer-songwriter. And a lot of young kids probably have the same dreams and aspirations, and they never make it. And, like, look at... I, that has to be so crazy as a parent to see that. But also, like... And, again, I, 
we've all been to these concerts. Sorry, Mary from Roses Are Red is trying to ask me to send a picture of Leah, and it just wasn't going through. I was start my phone, no. and she's really fucking cute in this photo. Um, anyway, so but cute. like, so I can't believe, for, and I I understand why, but like we talked about this before too. Taylor Swift like reinvents herself all the time. Every yeah, but she has fans. And a lot of artists too. Like, so this is not just me saying like it's just Taylor Swift. Like, I think she has a very prominent fan base where it really does. It's a wide range of people and yes. ages. Yeah. Like we were in line with little girls, little girls. Like even like there was like dads there with yeah. their kids. So yes, obviously they went for their kids, but they were they they knew all the songs. Yes. So like, and again, I know other artists do this. I'm not just saying it's her, but like it's just wild to think that this one human being has like this amount of like fans followings like the age range all walks of life like and when i tell you i mean i've been to many a football game and many a concerts i have never felt a fucking stadium shake like that in my entire life everybody i wasn't because i'm because i know better no, I'm just kidding, because I re- if I would have died that night, it would have been the happiest moment of Honestly, my life. Honestly, my first thought was, wow, the payout we're going to get. We live. <laughs> the entire stadium, and it was definitely probably because we were obviously very high up, was like swaying. Swaying, and like you could feel it yeah. like shaking back and forth. Yeah. Like at one point, Rachel and I looked at each other because like, I really hadn't eaten that day that much. I stood up. Like, I don't know. Maybe I have fun. My adrenaline was pumping. I was very nauseous in the beginning. Yeah. I can understand that for you. I was so excited. But I felt like, Rachel, I looked at each other and held each other. We were like, is that us? Like, are we just out of our fucking mind? No, like, you're high up. There's a lot going on. Yeah. And then we're like, oh, no, that's a fucking stadium shake. And then my friends on the other side of us, they were like, oh, is that okay? Yeah, yeah, like, I was like, no, it's fine. It's, it's, it's like meant to withstand yeah. like, to be able, because otherwise, and like, it would collapse. Class. Um, which yes, that would be scary. Honestly, we'd have the best chance of living though. Yeah, because we'd be on the top. Yeah. yeah. Again, imagine the payout. But like, okay, so also because you, you brought up like little girls being there. Technically, okay, obviously, like we live in an area where it's like very normal to have children later in life. Yes. Um, which I know it's like not normal everywhere. Obviously, I'm 34 and I don't have a child yet. But, um. Like, I don't know, if we got married, like, maybe in our earlier 20s, like, there's a chance that we can have, like, say, like, a 10-year-old. Yeah. And, like, how crazy would that be, like, as a mother who's, like, been a fan of Taylor since we were 16, 17, to then also experience that, like, with your child. Isn't that crazy? But so fucking cool. Yeah. I don't know. She's just, she's someone, like, if you, even if you aren't, like, in love with her music, I think you have to be able to sit back and, like, almost appreciate what she's done for herself her music yes. her lyrics like she's 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 a brilliant individual she's an amazing yeah she's brilliant she's so fucking talented beyond talented you don't have to like her music to be able to be like yeah you can like, appreciate her, her me her, but yeah. her talent is like spe- like okay i am not like a huge beyonce fan no but her talent is her insane. talent's insane if anybody was like do you want to go to beyonce concert i'd say fuck yeah, yeah and i would and i would have the best time of my entire life there i don't like ever put beyonce on but like i understand the immense talent Agreed. that runs through her body which like that's what pisses me off with people who like refuse to acknowledge like yeah i don't care if you don't like taylor swift's music but you can't say that she's like not talented no she's very talented she's literally my queen like i'm obsessed with her Taylor Swift for president. Taylor Swift for like everything. For life. World leader. Honestly. World leader. First world leader, Taylor Swift. I'm voting. I'll run her campaign. <laughs> um, just how many times did I look over you and be like, look at her? You are so I was like funny. In, I was in a lavender haze. Like I just kept looking at her. I was like, Katie, just like look at her down there. She's so cute. She's so cute. She I think just... she's so cute, but she's our age. <laughs> but she's so no, cute. No, but she's so cute. I mean, you're so cute. Thanks, so are you. I know. Oh, uh, we're actually wearing my again. Okay, I swear we will talk about books in a little bit. So the merch line, the merch story. I think we need to tell them our merch story. Um, the Those lines, fucking lines, the lines for merch were unreal. If you are going to a show in the future, don't worry about it though. If you don't get merch before the show, the stores inside are open after the show, and the store outside is open after the show. Or at least it wasn't MetLife. I assume it's yeah. the same thing everywhere. They did not run out. I know a lot of people want the blue crew neck. Hello, I'm wearing it. Can attest. I have one it's too. amazing. They're there. Um, there, it's light. That's what I like about it. Yeah, and it's very comfortable. Um, there was even after the show, they had stock available. So if you don't get it beforehand, you can still wait online after. Don't freak out. Like 
don't freak out. Literally, don't freak out. And don't stand on those fucking two-hour lines. No, so the line outside was had to be like it was zigzagged and like it had to be at least like a mile long yes like not even exaggerating hundreds of people were online beforehand i don't think you unless like you have nothing else to do that day and you want to get there as soon as it opens go go for for it it. we got we got there around four we hung out in the parking lot until about like 5 30 we went inside the merch you walk in and there's a big merch table again the line's out of control we went up to the first concourse Crazy line, second concourse, crazy line, third concourse where we were sitting. We went. Didn't look crazy. It didn't look like it was like 10 people on this line. I'd say 20, but it was like a clusterfuck. There was no line. Yes. Right. It was yeah. like, I was like 10 crowding. people back, yeah. but it was like, like yeah. four rows. But yeah. Like everybody was just like crowding. And I'm like, oh, amazing. We were getting right on this Got line. Our line. Yeah. I'm like, well, maybe we're waiting here for like 25 minutes. So we're like, like <laughs> we thought whatever. we, we, thought like we did so good. We're like getting like jostled. People are like now lining up behind us too. Yeah. So we weren't the only assholes. So this, so like five minutes into like waiting <laughs> on the sun, I like look over. We just cut an entire fucking line of people, and not even like a. It wasn't like just like a little line. No, this line was like almost like wrapped around like the third, like the yes. third level. Like it was so long, and nobody said a to us for cutting and we really I, I, I swear we did not know no, but at that point i was like well i'm not getting out of it now no. like and everyone else was doing it at that point too so i was like i'm not moving it was our, it was really bad setup it was terrible setup. as soon as you got off the escalator is like where they had them like the line set up so people coming off the escalator i think were just, just like, like walking walk straight, straight there not realizing that there was like a line going this way they should have put it down a ways yeah but you know what we got our merch really quick easy peasy um, it was great. The crew necks are sixty five. The t shirts are forty five. I don't I remember mine. the price of anything else, but we both got a sweatshirt and a t shirt. There was so. like tote bags there. There was a couple cool. There were, things. Yeah, there was a lot of really a cute really things. cool mug or a cup of something. Yeah, they had some cool stuff. But I was trying to not spend all my money. I just saw a really funny TikTok. Some girl was like, she was like, I got on that merch line and it was like I had a million dollars. She's like, I went just for the sweatshirt. And I was like, you know what? Throw in this. And throw in this. She was like, I was like, to the girl next to me, what do you want? Like, I got you. She was like, I literally got on that line and like all, everything out the window, I acted like I was a fucking millionaire. And I was like, that's how I felt. But I really reined it in. You did. You did good. Also, like, they don't give you bags. So I was like, what am I going to do with all this stuff? Yeah. We were just holding at our seats. Which- yeah. It really wasn't that bad. Like, I draped the sweatshirt over my legs just to, like, be comfortable. Yeah. Like, I was fine. It was so good. I'll never get over it. No. We should go again whenever she comes back around to whatever's next. Uh, no, honestly, anything that she does, I'm going to go to. I had Just this, like, epiphany in. the other day. Because I was like, you know, like, she's our age. Like, at some point, she probably is going to take, like, a break. She can't keep putting no. out all these albums. Eventually, like, I believe, you know, she will get married. And she will have a family. And she will probably take a hiatus. Yes. It'll be the worst 10 years of my life what's what i was thinking was like we're but she's I, literally between our ages she's born in 89 yeah you're 88 and i'm 90 yeah so like she's five months younger than i older than i am so like not we're young I, like i know we joke no. that we're old but like we're young but like in 10 years you're gonna be in your 40s and i just it, feel like she's gonna burn out yeah. at some point like it's very she's it's, been doing this since she's been i was a, a child. so tired after that concert the fact that she did it performed it like was energetic the whole time and then had to do it three two more times after god bless her i was so hungover on saturday and i didn't have a single drop of alcohol oh my god so speaking of being i had to order bagels in the morning on saturday because i was like i feel hungover and my mom was like same and i was like we did not even drink yeah i literally so i almost cried so i got home by the time i got home was like 1 30 i took a shower and i wasn't gonna wash my hair but like you know when you like i have to fucking wash my hair yeah i washed my hair i hate going to bed with like a sopping wet hair same but i was like fuck it so yeah. i showered washed my hair crawled into bed tom was like i got the first feeding i have a newborn she's five weeks old today um i was like bless your heart and soul which like he was like willing and able to do whatever because like he knew i was gonna be out yeah. late so whatever i passed out by like two o'clock like you're also like full of adrenaline still yeah. so i was i think i probably felt somewhere like 2 2 15 i don't even know what time he got up to feed leah whatever so all of a sudden like i think like six o'clock rolled around and she was fuss bucketing and he got up to like do some stuff to prep for work because i think he had to go somewhere later later that day so i was like don't worry like i got this he's like are you are you sure i was like yeah yeah i got this i was on the crack the crouch the couch when i tell you like i fed her i put her in her docket 
I was like the wrong way on the couch. Like my, my head was like in the back of the cushions. Yeah. I was half on the docketot. She was like kind of crying. Cause like she wanted to like sit up and like girlfriend was ready to go. Yeah. Mom was not. I literally like she must have been crying. I was like half asleep. I like I was like, Leah, please, Leah. Like I was like dramatic. And Tom walks, I was like, you okay? I'm, like I am not okay. <laughs> he was like, I would have done this. And I was like, I thought I was gonna be okay. He was like, Katie, just go to bed. I was like, I like couldn't even comprehend. He's no. like, there's no reason for you to be upset right now. I'm telling you You're to go to sleep. Too tired. Yeah. I was so fucking I, tired. I, I woke do up anything. at seven, and I just, I just like. I was so wide awake. Like, I just, like, wanted to, like, keep, like, watching, like, videos. Oh, my God. Like, all to all 10-minute version. Like, I'll never get over that. Like, I'll, I'll never get over Maroon. Like, whatever. But I just, like, woke up and I was like, I gotta, I gotta, like, rewatch some of these videos. I was taking, like, 10-second videos. So, I was trying to be really in the moment. Um, but, yeah, no. Gil at one point, he's like, what do you want to do today? And I was like, I, I was, like, laying in the corner over here. So, it's a sectional. So, my spot's in the corner over here. I was laying in that corner. And I was like, I looked at him and I was like, I... I was like, I I have not been this hungover since the last time I actually drank. And he was like, <laughs> he was like, you did it last night. And I was like, I am like emo. I was like, I'm tired, emotionally hungover from like the. I was like, I don't know what's wrong with me. I was like, I just need to take a nap. And he was like, I'm just gonna go upstairs. Yeah, I'm gonna leave you alone. <laughs> I was like, thank you. Please go. But yeah. Um, but what I was saying, I was like, wait, I had a point to how this started. We always go off on these tangents. I am just like picturing her like eventually. Because especially because she, like, lives in New York. I mean, she has houses, you know, other places too, but she's a New Yorker. Like, kind of, like, when we're older, like, say in, like, our 60s, 70s, doing, like, just, like, an acoustic set at, like, MSG, like, how Billy Joel. Oh. Like, where she's just, like, her guitar and her piano. That'd be amazing. And, like, every, like, every, you know, just, like, one or two shows a month, every show was just different, whatever she feels like playing that night. That is my dream for her. That'd be amazing. I would go once a month. I would go. Yeah. I'll come. Yeah, we'll be like in our 60s. We'll be retired. Sold. Like, we'll have all this money because our husbands are going to be so rich soon. I'm ma- manif- manifesting. <laughs> and we- I always tell Tom my goals are like, you make enough to like cover the ha- whole household bills. Like, every yes, single every fucking single bill. Thing, and then I work so I can pay for like my, my own bills. Yeah. Like, I told Tom, like, I'll never not work because I understand, like, the, the student loan burden is my burden. Like, yeah. no one else should bear the burden that, like, I chose to Unless go he to- makes like a million dollars a year. Correct. But, like, he's, he, we probably won't. No. So, like, we're going to nix that. But, I was like, as long as I can pay for, like, my car payment and my student loans and all of my hobbies. Yeah. And he agreed. <laughs> so. <laughs> I love that. I love that for That's me, too. Will thing. it happen? I don't know. But we shall we shall see. Um, but living in the same New Jersey right now is, like, fucking expensive. So, right now, yeah, it's not going to work I out. I love living in the tri-state area, but I don't love how expensive it is to live here. Someone, um real quick story then we'll go back into books but like i was because i've made a list of book recs based on the taylor swift era you know what i thought to do that i think we said to do that yeah and i didn't do my homework okay. you're a new mom thank you i did it for us you're so kind i'll just talk about other book recs oh and then we're <laughs> going to talk about what we've been reading recently yes and then we'll, i might go back to taylor at some point if I that's okay um but essentially like to buy a five hundred thousand dollar house in the state of new jersey if you put 20 percent down you'll still have a mortgage of over four thousand dollars Mm-hmm. Isn't that fucking disgusting? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, especially right now because interest rates are like. Up well, that's what. Yeah, because the interest rates are insane. But but I love when like our parents' generation. So if you're our age, so if you're in like your late twenties, early thirties, your parents are boomers. Essentially, I love when they're like, just buy the house. Like, just buy a house. Like, you have to buy a house. Like, what do you mean you can't afford it? What do you mean I can't fucking afford it? Can you afford four grand a month? No, my mom and just a mortgage. No, my mom. The other like they don't get it either because. One student loans, I never had them. Two, the cost of living has increased like 400% since yeah. they were buying houses. Like, I understand the interest rates were very high and they bought also, but like, it, it was but a vastly there, different world then. Yes, my mom was like, well, we spent 80, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, yeah, but 80 does not equate to like five. Like, it's, that's not, and like, like that's, 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 the equate, they don't equate. Everyone has debt nowadays of some sort, like whether yeah. it's credit card, student loans, whatever, which is, I'm sorry, the student loan, like why am I paying $1,600 a month for student loans? And that's better. My student loans a couple of years ago before I refinanced were over $2,000 I was paying a month. Yeah. So that, that's not even like including in like, ha- like, ha- like cost of living no. of like everything else. But like, I even went to my parents the other day too, because my mom was like, well, there was like a house for sale. It would have been so nice. Buck, buck, buck. I'm like, can you afford $4,000 a month for just your mortgage? 
No. And she like looked at me. She's like, what do you mean? I was like, that's why a $500,000 house, which is a decent price for like the area. Yeah. Like it's a going price. That's with 20% down, which like Godspeed, you have the 20% to put it down. I was like, but that's just a mortgage. Yeah. That's not like your bills, your taxes, like anything and else. Yeah. Food. The fuck? No. Anywho. Books. Okay. If you're in the mood, if you're in your debut era, I recommend better than the movies by lynn painter it's a cute ya romance i think debut i think ya romance that makes sense so it's i young. love that ya romance so that is what i'm saying the summer of broken rules by k.a k.l walter you know what guys i'm not gonna even gonna fact check that it's called the summer <laughs> of broken rules that's also a recommendation for a debut and if you have any that you think of you can step will, in you, know, you should make a post for this i'm, I'm going to. good girl Fearless, if you're in your fearless era, to all the boys I loved before by Jenny Han. And if you haven't seen the movies, the first one, phenomenal. The second two, not great. Number two kind of sucks. <laughs> Number three is better than two. The books, though, are so good. I read them like 12 years ago. Okay. Devoured. All right. They're also YA romances, but so fucking good. Okay. Okay. Speak now. I have love in other words. That's a good one. It was just like giving me, it was giving me like Elliot vibes. Okay. I can, I'm, I'm with you. Okay. Um, red, I have the seven husbands of Evelyn Hugo. Phenomenal. It's just. Phenomenal matchup. Right. It's like old Hollywood. I like red it. Red is like old Hollywood. I, I like love, it. whatever. Okay. 1989, I have book lovers. Oh. But I feel like 1989 was like, I, I thought it was the more difficult one. But I was just like thinking how like a lot of the songs in 1989 are almost about how like Taylor feels like so unlovable. And it reminded me of Nora. Okay. Like Wildest Dreams, it's like, say you'll remember me because like we're not going to be together. Yeah. Like, I don't know. There's just, like New Romantics is kind of like that vibe too. It was just giving me book lover vibes. Okay. You're going to like this one. Reputation, the Mindfuck series. Yes, girl. I'm here for it. Phenomenal idea. I was like, I'm, you, was I will take one. no notes on that. If you disagree, you're wrong. Just read the series no matter what. Read it. I lent it out to my friend at work. Um, she, I think she should have finished this weekend. So when I talked to her tomorrow, I'm very excited. She was like, what is this fucked up book that you gave me? And I said, it's fucking trust crack. me. Do it's it. amazing. And I was like, just keep reading. Because at first she was like, why is she murdering people? And I was like, you'll find out. Yeah. And then she came in and she's like, I understand and I'm for it. And I was like, yes, but yes. you are. Pro, pro serial um, Lover. I put red, white, and royal blue, which I am going to make Katie download the audio book for. Don't worry. She will have read <laughs> or listened to it by the time the movie premieres in August. <laughs> okay. I listened to the audiobook last year and I actually think it's been a year and I plan on, I want to buy the book and like annotate it. It's so fucking good. Okay. Okay. Uh, folklore. I did one dark window, which we both Phenomenal. just read for right. It, it's, it's like that kind of yeah, like eerie. Like, yes. I feel like I was, I was going back and forth between folklore and evermore on the recommendations, but I was just the one dark window was just giving me like that, like dark, like folklore. folklore vibe. Vibe. Yeah. Evermore and, isn't as like, Willow Eerie. is more witchy. Yeah, that's one song. Like folklore in general, I think is more, more that like, I agree. dark. It's folksy. Yeah. Evermore, I put the Invisible Life of Addie LaRue. That's a good one. Yeah. That was a smart one. Which I actually just finished. It's a good audiobook. It's a really good audiobook. It's narrated by Julie Wheaton. She does a really good job. Julie Wheelan. She does all of the Emily Henry books and she does a phenomenal job. She actually is also an author. Oh wow. Yeah. I have one of her books downloaded. Huh. Okay, mm -hmm. and then midnight's midnight's gives me like kind of like like dark but like whimsy vibes. Yeah, so I put Caraval. That was a good thought, right? Look at you go, girl. So those are my recs based on eras. I like it. I like it. Okay, cool. I'm really proud of you. Post coming soon, I guess. Um, and then now we can just talk about what we've been reading lately, which I had a really fucking good May, and again. We don't take notes when we do these, so I don't know what I talked about last time. But we both definitely, <laughs> we both definitely just finished the arc of Reckless by Elsie Silver. So book four in Chestnut Springs, and so it might be my favorite. It was really good. So okay, so and I'm not one for an accidental pregnancy trope. I I don't know if it's because where I'm at in my life right now, but I have been liking pregnancy tropes. I mean, it's, it's done well. It's, I think this was done well. I also. I don't think this will spoil it. No, it won't spoil it. Okay. I could literally 
give Elsie Silver a big hug for this because first and foremost, with fertility issues, mm-hmm. and if you ever have been through them or if you know about them, everyone always assumes it's the female. Yep. Which I'm not gonna lie, can it be? Yes. yes. And there is nothing wrong with that. It no. is it is completely normal. That is just sometimes the card you were dealt with. And it yeah. and, and thank God for science to come up with these ways that we can Preachers carry. Of the choir, exactly. But sometimes it is not the female. No. And I think not that I think. I think it is no, I do think. I think it is fucking awesome that Elsie wrote a book mm-hmm. where there is a, a, a fertility issue. I'm giving like quotations because it it is. Yep. She couldn't get pregnant, but it wasn't because of her. It was because of him. And again, but this could happen. And again, again it's bringing to light a situation yes. that is very prevalent in a lot of And it's nobody's beings. fault whether no it's fault. like the whether the female has health issues or the male has health issues that's like maybe causing the infertility. But a lot of the time, it's assumed that it's the woman and a lot of the time society like makes it like blames the woman like yes. she it's her fault where it's like nobody's at fault. Nobody's at fault. No one is at fault of you. Fertility issues issue. are not something that you blame on a person. Other, absolutely not. Because it's just the way that your body works. And that's there's nothing that you did to and again, cause that. Thank goodness for all these different yes. viable options out there. But I was so happy when she got pregnant. Me too. Very fucking pleased when she got pregnant. I also really loved, and I think this is just because I can relate to this very heavily right now, is like Yes, my body is something amazing and carry human, blah blah. Like and she literally writes blah blah. blah. Yeah. But that doesn't mean I have to be comfortable in my skin. No, you, you have every right to feel uncomfortable. Yes. Like, so just because like, I, yes, you might see me be like, Katie, you look great. Like, thank you. Like, thank you so much for thinking that mm-hmm. it's amazing that like, you know, you're giving me this because it's, it keeps you like uplifted when people like you look amazing. Yeah. But like, it still doesn't mean I'm happy where I'm at. Right. Like I can still be. If you're be... comfortable in your own skin right now, like that's all that matters. But if you're 100%. not, then like you're, that's also, you're okay. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. You don't have to be. Exactly. Like, I, I think we can all under, I mean, at least I can understand my body probably won't go back to the exact thing of what it was in the past. Maybe my hips still stay wider. Like, you don't know, but like, it still doesn't mean you have to be super happy about it. No. Like you have to accept it. One million percent. But yeah, you can still feel like uncomfortable in your yeah. own skin. And again, and like okay. I'm, I'm very thankful that I was able to carry my child, like birth a child, have a child. Like, so I'm not like trying to be ungrateful yeah. but like i think again there's that stigmatism out there where like well you got to have a baby well you got to carry your child like so you should just be pleased with where you're at like no like that's just not how that works no i don't think that that's fair i and i get like with the whole pregnancy things i know some people like read like accidental pregnancy and they're just like they like write it off yes the ones that i've read recently i've just like i like the way that it's done i i don't like an accidental pregnancy where it's like a couple is about to break up and then they just like stay to get like it's like kind of like or it's like forces a couple together yeah i thought that especially with reckless like it was done really well where because she really wanted a baby she really wanted a baby, and like and she, she didn't just... it was like a secret baby technically but only be and again it, it's resolved really quickly what the problem was and you don't have to read a lot of it it's like all of a sudden it's just like 18 months later yeah and then like two chapters later like the the reason why he wasn't around is resolved. One million percent, which I really like. Yes. And it, it wasn't was very, fault. it wasn't his fault. Oh, Theo's like, he's, he's an angel. But I, I thought it was really well written. Yeah. I think it just, I don't know, like for people who like have been through some stuff, like even if you don't go through some stuff, like I just thought it was like very relatable and like, yeah, kind of like, I don't know. Like I felt like it was nice as like to be in that situation. Yeah. Like we're all kind of at that age where like, especially like the two of us, like we've thought about kids. We want to, like we have kids. You have any yeah um but like you know what i mean like i don't know like i just really i really appreciate how she wrote this i really appreciated it um i really liked it i loved it i read another accident accidental pregnancy um like literally the book right before really? it was an art so by um k uh bromberg called sweet regret and it's a um what's it called he's a rock star it's a rock star romance that's pretty cool um childhood friends to lover second chance rock star romance with an accidental pregnancy um and i really i did really like it it was a very like quick fun read but it was also like a little bit more like it went deeper than i thought it would okay um and i thought that that the way that that like this secret child is like eight years old Mm. um and i found the male main character vince i found him very lovable at times 
he was just like a broken boy. He was like abused as a child, um, which which again is really funny. I read two books back to back that were about abused um, people and two back to back accidental pregnancies. So I was having a bit of a weekend. Yeah, seriously. Um, but no, I really liked it. I gave it like three and a half stars. Um, check it out if you're into rockstar romances. Uh, Redeeming Six, which is the other book that I read that is about abused people. It's book four in the Boys of Tom series. So Bonding 13 and Keeping 13 are the first two books about Shannon and Johnny. And then Keeping, no, Saving Six and then Redeeming Six are about uh, Joey and Aoife. And if you know any, if, like, I cannot recommend these books anymore. They are just like, oh, they're so fucking good. <laughs> but they are so deeply like, sad and the abuse that like these kids so joey and shannon are brother and sister they have younger siblings um they are so severely abused by their father and emotionally like manipulated by their mother who is also an abuse victim um the dad is just the most awful human being he's disgusting i don't want to give any spoilers away i highly recommend them but check triggers like there's a lot of them um we both read one dark window that was i tried to make a tiktok about it to post it i think it got like three interviews but i'm like no people need to read this it's it's so good it's just so different than anything you've read fantasy wise yes is it eerie yes is it gothic fantasy yes is there tension like there's things that are there but like the magic system is really fucking cool it's yeah like the whole thing like yeah i i don't even know what te- like what prompted me to pick it up when i did i had just finished so i read fourth wing i think it's subliminal messaging because we've like all like we've talked about it in the group yeah i don't and then i read hockey romance that was like that i liked it was cute but like i just like i was like i want to read another fantasy book and i just like went on amazon and i was like one dark window whatever i don't even know like it was like i think i marked it as like want to read in goodreads I don't even like no. I was like, I'm just gonna download this. I had really good good reads reviews, and then I messaged the group chat, and Mary was like, "I told you to fucking read this in February," yeah. and I read it in an, I read it in a day. Like yeah. I could not put it down. It's really good. And then we were both like, "Katie, read it next." Well, I was re- I think I was reading it as you started it. Yeah, but it obviously I I don't read as I just don't have the time to read as fast. So, but I I think I still got it done in like two days. Which- you know, it was. So, so good. good and it is like it's not long or daunting like i think it's like 390 yeah pages, like it's less than 400 pages the second book comes out in october and i cannot fucking wait for it it was amazing it spoke to my soul i know we're going to talk about fourth wing next week so yes. i won't go into it but we both read that obviously i finally read twisted by emily mcintyre i know that's still my tbr i know i bought it i think came out in january yeah, it can, yeah. Yes, it came out when Powerless. Yeah, and the right crazy, move came yeah. out, and I got the arcs for those. And like Twisted just got put on the back burner, and then I just it was on my TBR cart, and I rec. I mean, it's Emily McIntyre. It's a Never After book four. It's great. It's an Aladdin retelling, not retelling, but you know, fractured fantasy. Yeah. Whatever. I think that's what it's called. You know, if you, you know. read Emily McIntyre, if you read or Scarred or Wretched, then you know that Twisted is going to be good. Um, and then I read, well, I listened to Until I Get You by Claire Contreras. I'm probably pronouncing that wrong. Um, it's a dark, it was like, okay, it was marketed or like, yeah, I guess it was like marketed as a dark hockey romance. And I was like, ooh, interesting. That is interesting. I didn't like it. Okay. Um, Never mind. I, I have an issue with the hockey romance genre. This is my bone to pick with it. Is that <laughs> like just because a book has a hockey player in it doesn't make it a hockey romance. Correct. Like Powerless is a small town romance. It is not a hockey romance just because Jasper plays hockey. Jasper doesn't play a single ounce of hockey, basically, in the entire book. No. He plays, like, two games. And then he goes on, like, a two-week hiatus, which that would never happen if he really played hockey. It's a small town romance. That's whatever. He just happens to also play hockey. This book, he it starts off, they're in college. He's a college hockey player for, like, 
like 10% of the book, something happens and then they're adults and he's like retiring from the NHL. And then eventually at the end, I think he like goes back and like play the book has nothing to do with hockey. So how about it's just not a hockey romance. Um, How about it's just a dark romance. Again, not even a good dark romance. I hated the main male main character. I didn't even write a review for it on Goodreads. That's how much I didn't like it. (laughs) Said it. That's where I'm at. So it's my turn? Mm-hmm. Okay. I'll let Katie talk now. Um, so we're going to I'll say it's Reckless, whatever, One Dark Window. I listened to The Soulmate Equation. It was... My exact review was, though the mention of post hocs and p-values gave me slight PTSD. Because that's all I fucking did in college. Yeah. <laughs> it was cute. It wasn't like... I think I want... If the male main character... Like, he was kind of broody which mm-hmm. I was here for, he was. but then he got soft real fucking quick. And like, I, I don't, I didn't like, like his softness. I, I don't think know. If you have, I think if, I think if you're going to have a broody male main character, he has to continue to be broody. Agreed. And like, it needs to be crap. You know, the ice needs to get chipped away, like slower. slowly or just like do like Elsie something like Theo is cinnamon roll from the first fucking page. Yes. He's so, cinnamon roll the whole way through. And Cade is broody. I think he's a very Cade is broody the whole way through. Yes. He's soft for Willa, but he's not he hasn't And his softness for Willa is yes, is it soft? Yes, but like but he's still like a protector of yes. Willa. Like he would like strangle someone for Willa. Like so you have to keep the theme. This guy went from broody to to like cinnamon roll. And that just doesn't really work. Yeah. Um I did like Soulmate Equation. It was I think cute. I gave it a four when I read it. I gave it, it a three five. So I thought it was cute. Um, we both listened to The Invisible Life of Addie LaRue. If you ever get a chance to read or listen, I thought the narrator was amazing. The narrator personally. was so good. So like, if you really do like audiobooks, I would say go the audio route. I just feel like it was one of those books that like opened your eyes. It was so unlike any other book that I've ever yes. read. And I... I don't, I, I've avoided spoilers of this book somehow. Same. I, I knew Addie, obviously. And I knew like the, I knew like, okay, she's a woman who no one remembers and she can't yeah. die. And I knew that there was a character named Luke, but I didn't know who Luke was. Yeah. And I've seen like, I had seen like fan edits of like Addie and Luke, like people like simping over them. And I don't understand that. But also I don't understand why they're simping over it because like, like, I was going to spoil it, but okay. If you don't want to spoil this book, come back in like a minute, but like, okay, I'll give you a minute. Okay. Continuing. So she's going to fuck him over. Like she played him. She, she, yeah, she but, constructed yes. her words in a certain way. Cause she's learned yes. like when you make he a deal her over he, years of manipulating her, yeah. like, I mean, like he's emotionally manipulating and like abusing her for 300 years. Yes. And then one day he's finally like, Oh, I love you. And she's like, she they were only together because she was so lonely after being alone yes. for so long. So when she agrees to essentially sell her soul to him or give up her soul to him so to let this Henry guy live, which is who she truly loved in my I was opinion. Like, yeah, she truly loves Henry. Which, like, because you don't just do that for anybody. No. So she left with him. But, like, literally in the end, she you basically find out that she's she constructed her deal with him in a specific way that she's going to find a way out of. Yep. She doesn't love Luke. No. She fucked his brain down because she was bored and lonely. Yeah. Like, Luke's a terrible person. Yeah. Well, whatever he is. Whatever he is. But I thought that was just so good. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's I not just... a story that you get a happily ever after in, but it is such a good story. And I, Okay. And I don't like books that don't end in happily ever after. Yeah. It's but not, I it's really not like a ro- this. Don't go into this. It is not a romance It is not book. a romance book. It is a like It, it kind of, like, makes you think about things. Like, yeah. yeah, it's definitely more fantasy, but, like, be careful with your words. Like... Like, live for every moment. Like, just because you're doing... Like, it, it, she basically makes this deal because she doesn't want to do something. And, like, I don't want to say it ruins her whole life, but it alters her life in a way where I think she would drastically change everything that she did yeah. that day. Yeah. So, like, I just think, like, I don't know. To me, it opened my... Like, it was like an eye-opener. Like, wow. Like, yeah. Like, take a look at your life and chill the fuck out for seven seconds because it's not all that bad. Um, It was really good, though. It took her 10 years to write that, which I couldn't yes. believe. Um, so I read really quick about um, V.E. Schwab. Um, I read Vicious, and that was like one of my top books of last year. I remember you saying that. And I have her Shades of Darker Shades of um, Magic trilogy. Okay. 
Um, and her writing's phenomenal. I'm like, I keep putting it off, and I need to just like, I need to pick it up because yeah, like her writing is. Um, and the last thing I read, I think before we got into everything that we've already talked about, was claimed by fate. It's book three in the Alpha Territory series by Shannon Meyer. Um, Shannon Meyer to me is a lot like a C.N. Crawford where like it's fantasy, Mm -hmm. but it's like a dabble into the fantasy world. It's not like super deep. It's not super. It's very building. It's easy. Light. Yeah. It's a very light fantasy. Personally, I, I just equate Shannon Meyer to like someone who's just, she doesn't write a bad book. Yeah. But they're not books that I would be like screaming from the top of the roofs for everyone to li- to read or listen to. Yeah. But I think they're good, solid books. Yes. Like you really cannot go wrong yes. with any of these books. I think the plots are easy to follow, the characters are easily easily to like like. There's always good spice. Yeah. And like the plots are always different in all of her books. Like she's just a solid author. Like if yes. you need like a if you want if you are a fantasy lover and want a palate cleanser, but with the fantasy yes. books, you can read her books. I was like, Sienna Crawford and Shannon Meyer are very good palate cleansing fantasy books. Yes. Where, like, they're easy to get into. They're easy to follow. And you like them. They're not long. No. Like, so they're not, like, daunting, like, tasks. Like, you can literally read but the city. under 350 City of pages. Thorns, like, trilogy, yeah. probably, in, like, three days if yes. you want to. The books are, like, 250 to 300 pages. Yeah. And they're good. And like, they're good, you're yeah. not, You won't go wrong with these books. No. Like, for a light fantasy category, I would easily put them at a four to five range. Oh, yeah. For stars. Yeah. So, like, they're good books. They're good, solid books. And then um, I started listening today on Audible. I don't think it's available on Scribe. Scribe. Still can't figure that one out. Love Me Today by A.L. Jackson. Okay. It's a small town romance. Also, it's narrated by Joe Arden, which I love Joe Arden. I love Joe Arden. He's just so good. Joe Arden. Teddy. Jacob Morgan, Teddy Hamilton. If they're narrating, we're listening. I'm listening. Um, I it's it's and like would you? I have it sped to like a hundred one point seven. I have it sped to a hundred. <laughs> Could you imagine? Um, it's just I don't know. It's small town romance. He's broody. I love a fucking broody male. Me too. But I love a cinnamon roll. I think it's just like that's my vibe in men. Like I love like a goofy like. Which it, if you look at the two men we date or we date, <laughs> we're dating our husbands. We're dating our husbands. Actually. That's really, um, yeah, like, Gil is a cinnamon roll. Yeah. And Tom is a brooder. Yeah. But Tom is secret but cinnamon Tom, roll. Tom is secret cinnamon roll. If, well, if he Tom loves you. Tom is secret cinnamon roll for us. Yeah. It's like if he loves you, like yeah. you will get that soft, sweet side to him. Yeah. And get, yeah. Gil is like cinnamon roll. Like he's just a like, big, like, do- he's doofy. He's my father. Yeah. <laughs> and he just like lets me be really goofy and he like gets goofy with me. And like, it's cute. It's cute. It is cute. Um, I'm reading right now. I started. So, physical book, I'm reading For the Throne, which is book two. In the Wilderwood series, the first book is For the Wolf, and that is by Hannah Witten, um, which I read For the Wolf last year. I loved it. I pre-ordered For the Throne, and then I never picked it up out of off my TBR card. So I've been in like a weird fantasy mood lately. So yeah. I started that yesterday, about 100 pages in, obviously liking it so far. Um, then on my Kindle, I'm reading In a Jam, which I forget who the author is. But um, I'm like 30% into that. And mm-hmm. so it's just like a very cute romance. I thought it was going to be light. I mean, it is light. Don't get me wrong. I think that there is like, it's kind of giving me like um, next of kin vibes where it's like a light romance, but like it deals with like like heavier topics. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um really cute so far though so i'll report back on that and then i started listening to addicted to you i'm starting my i don't have time to reread though i'm starting a listen so i started addicted to you today i just love lillian low and like starting from the beginning knowing like how it ends like not like remembering how far they've come from like that point it's kind of crazy i know you haven't read them Mm, no um i can't decide you did this. You started to do this where you were picking books off of your physical TBR cart. Yes. And bringing them downstairs and saying, like, I have to read these for the month. And I and I and did you, it. I did it in May. And yes. I read a lot in May, I think maybe because of that. Which is awesome. So, like, I have a stack of books that are next to my bed, and they have now reached the height of my bed. Okay. So, 
But I will say reading on a Kindle is a lot easier when you have a child. Yeah. Because like at night when I'm like waiting for her to digest and go back to sleep, the Kindle is just in front of me and it's easy to swipe. So, but I will say, I really want to read Lady of Darkness. Now, if you know me, I don't, there's a couple of things that I can't get behind for reading. And one of them is rape. I, I just like, I, I don't do well with it. I don't like it. Yeah. And I do know that the trigger warning in this book is rape. There is rape. I, I reached out to listen with Brick because I know she loved this book. It's Lady of Darkness. Um, and she said it's definitely on page writing. Of course, rape is fucking terrible. Yeah. But like she it was okay the way it was written from her perspective. And the the main character like does it as like a sacrifice. So I'm like trying to decide if I can get on board with it or not. Like I don't know. If you if you forego it, I can read it eventually like, sometime this month. And let you know. I mean, it has amazing ratings. And I, I hear great things. I think, uh, I'm not going to say I'm okay with rape. I'm not okay with rape. I'm okay with rape in books sometimes. Sometimes. It depends on how it's written. Yes. And like sometimes you just don't know if you're going to be okay with it until you get to the part exactly. that it's at. So like I DNF Sea of Ruin because it was very descriptive. And I, I could not do it. Like yeah. I was like, I'm sorry, this is just. It wasn't for me. Um, so I don't know yeah. how this is going to go. But I will say I have been intrigued by a couple of male authors. And one book I really want to read, which I do have the physical copy of. And I might just buy the Kindle version because it's only like $3. So go back and forth. Nevernight by Jay Kristoff. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm very fucking intrigued. I've it heard sounds good so about, good things. About it. So I think I might, the more I'm like thinking about it, because I'm letting myself digest today. Like sometimes you need day to decide. Yeah. Um, I think I might jump into that first and like do Lady of Darkness after. Yeah, we'll see okay. how I feel. Um, but I'm in, I'm ve- I'm feeling my fantasy self right yeah, now. Yeah, I feel like I'm I've been in a more of a fantasy mood lately, which is which is kind of weird for me, especially going into summer. Um, but what I was gonna say with like a like haunting and hunting Adeline, I was okay with the rape in those books, and it was graphic. But like something about I think it was maybe it was just like going in and knowing what maybe. you expect. Um, so my stack that I brought down from, from my TBR cart to read this month is a rogue one, a rogue of one's own, which we're doing for the podcast at the end Mm -hmm. of the month. Um, heart of the Raven Prince, which is book two by Tasanya Odette. They're interconnected, uh, fairy tale fantasy retelling. So the first book is, I forgot the name. Um, I'm a big piece of shit. You can look it up. It's a Beauty and the Beast retelling. This this one's a Cinderella retelling. And they're kind of written like Regency romances, but like fantasy, like fairy tale retelling. I love Here the first for it. I love the first one. So I want to get to the second one. Um, I finally want to do the American roommate exper- experiment. I keep wanting to say experience. I don't know why. Um, which is by Elena uh, Armas. She does the Spanish love deception. I can't speak. Um, and I love that. I know that that book is like controversial, but I loved it. I bought the American Roommate Exper- Experiment in September when it came out, and I still have not read it. Um, the Charm Offensive by Allison Cochran, which is an MM romance, I believe. Um, mm-hmm. Then I have Make It Sweet by Kristen Callahan, which is a hockey romance. So I'll let you guys know. I do also know that I'm getting the Unravel Me arc at some point. So whenever that comes, everything else is going to be put to the side for a minute. Um, and then Slaying the Vampire Conqueror by Carissa Broadbent, who's my, like, she's my girl. Okay. That, I think. Yeah, those are what's on my physical. My physical TBR, I actually meant to go through it today, but I got very sidetracked. So I am going to go through it. But I do know that there's two books in there and I'm going to read them. So it's Misfit by Brandon Sanderson, I believe. Mistborn. 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 Thank you. Um, and then I am going yeah, to also. No, oh, I'm actually has... going to do The Shadow of the Gods, which is John Gwynn's. So like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I three books by a male, na- a male author. Katie is getting on her. She's becoming a. We'll see. She's saying not fuck the patriarchy. I'm going to give it a shot. They're, they have no, 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 no. Those, no, yeah. Rave about yeah, those no. Three. I've heard really good things about those books. I will say I really want to read The Crown of Oaths and Curses by Jay Bray. Yeah. You have to let me know how that is. The fucking cover is beautiful. It is. And I will say the other fantasy book on my TBR for this month, besides Lady of Darkness, is Autumn of the Grimoire. It sounds very like 
anything with witches, you have my attention. Yeah. And this is witches. So I'm like, all right, we're going to give it a go. Um, and then as for my audio, I'm do- finishing the one now. I will say, and I don't know how I'm going to do this, but I need to do this. I need to fucking finish Daughter of No Worlds. I mean, my favorite fantasy series of the year, I know. definitely. I loved book one and two, so I was like, you know what, fuck it. I'm listening to the third on audio. I heard the audio was really good. Maggie said it was amazing. So yeah, I was like, you know what? That's where I was going to listen to it. I want to re-listen to it. Honestly, a lot of my the audio that I want to get to like is all going to be like re-listens. Like, I wanted to Heated Rivalry and The Long Game, which are unscribed. Uh, Binding 13 and Keeping 13 are also unscribed. Daughter of No Worlds. All these books that I've already read that are like the only books I've saved right now unscribed. And I just want to get to them. But right now I'm doing Addicted. So I'm going to do a few of those, bounce around a little yeah. bit. I figure when I read, because a, a, I bought the book, A Rogue of One's Own. Yes. If I read that, and I do have a book light, so I can I can whip that out. I think when I'm reading that, that's what I'm going to listen to Daughter of No Worlds. Yeah, okay. Because right. this way it's not too much fantasy. Because sometimes you can get them mixed up. I, yeah, if I'm, if I'm, no, I can't, I can't do, I can't do fantasy I can't do two of the same genre at the same time. It's hard. I used to do fantasy with fantasy, and sometimes it is a little confusing. Yeah. Um, and I will say, I don't think it's on, it might be on Aud- Audible, but never enough. It's the Meet Me in Montana series by Kelly Elliott. It has a lot of ratings, and it's rated 429. Oh, all right. So I was like, all right, that is. I'll let you know. Um, I'm just, like, curious. So, like, I might try to listen to that if it's available on audio. And that's all she really wrote, folks. All right. Well, on that note, um, next week we are reviewing Fourth Wing by Rebecca Yaros. If you haven't read it, you've been living under a rock. Um, it is worth the hype. We <laughs> it is did not get arc, so we are not like obligated to say that. I swear on my life. We turned down the arc. Yeah, we yeah we did. <laughs> we honestly we were so overwhelmed and it was just like, hey, do you want? And we were just like, I don't even know if we responded honestly. It was right before you had surgery and I was giving birth. Yeah. And we had a bunch of arcs we had to get through that month. Yeah. So. Biggest regret of my life. Not really, because honestly, I like that I got to read it on my own time and not feel forced. Sometimes it is very overwhelming with arcs. Not complaining. Again, we've said this before. It's a great opportunity, obviously, to to be um, given them or to, you know, have people reach out. Sometimes, though, with real life, um, this is obviously not a full-time job. Um. It's, yeah, real uh, life got in the way for us that month. Yeah, it got so. in the way for us, but we both read it. We fucking loved it. We want to review it for the podcast. Um, after that, again, another spilling of tea, so you'll get to hear us just talk about nothing. Then after that, a Rogue One's own, and then the last week, another spilling the tea. Yeah. Pretty easy month. Very easy month. Here for that month. Here for it. And uh, again, we get closer to the end of the month. We'll post a July. Yes. If you're ever confused, it's on the Instagram. Check it out. Shaman. Check it out. On that note, Katie Jean, send us on our way. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to our episode. We hope you enjoyed it. Be sure to subscribe to receive notifications anytime a new episode drops. You can follow us on Instagram and TikTok at thebff.bookclub. If you have any comments, questions, book recommendations, or books you want us to talk about in future episodes, please send us an email at thebff.bookclub1 at gmail.com. We appreciate your support. See you fuckers.